Hello everybody, welcome to A Need to Read. My name is Ed and I'm the host of the show and today I've got for you, it's been pretty popular and in demand this episode, is a book about some storybooks, about some novels, because uh, it seems some people for this whole new year are going to try and get back into reading. Um, isn't that a surprise? <laughs> Did you do that last year by any chance, people who are doing that now? Um, not to mock you or anything, but you know, why don't we face the reality of it? You're going to go in waves with reading. Now, I am currently in a fiction wave with my reading, and I love reading storybooks. I've got loads of recommendations for you. Um, last year, in 2022, I read about 20 novels. So I didn't go absolute hell for leather at them. I did read a lot of non-fiction books. Um, but I think from experiencing burnout quite a few times last year for my poor little brain, um, just taken on board or trying to take on board, I guess, too much information. Um, I'm going to read a lot more storybooks this year because it's nice and it transports you to new worlds that are different to planet Earth that we live on. Um, that, you know, though be it pretty amazing, um, it can be very frustrating and anxiety-inducing at times. So that's why I'm going to talk about storybooks for you. Um, this podcast, by the way, hasn't been going for a little bit, about a month now, I haven't done an episode since. It's because I went to Colombia, and then when I came back, uh, I just had to face reality again, and oh my goodness, did I find that overwhelming. So, here we are. We're back. I hope you had a good New Year break, I hope you had a good end to the year. Um, I haven't done solo episodes for a little while which hasn't really given me an opportunity to say that I really do hope everyone is okay because I'm not or I'm no longer one of those people who will look at the world today and be like yes we are at the safest and healthiest and best point in history ever everything's so good and just try and gaslight people from the general anxiety that's caused by the current I guess economic political climates the climate crisis which maybe this podcast has induced some anxiety some more for people about that um you know i've completely lost my train of thought but basically really overwhelming i hope you guys are all okay um and if you're not try and chat to your mates uh, about it or maybe yeah chat to your mates about it talk to people um they're probably feeling the same and you can all suffer together um with the anxiety of the fucking world in 2023 now that little spiel's over uh this podcast by the way guys before we get into it it is supported by you the listeners you are the people who share it you're the people who tell people about it um you're the people who just sit there and listen and kind of put up with what i have to say so i can't thank you enough for that if however you want to put some cash value on your support for me I'd really appreciate it because it's not free to run this thing. Um, it is my job, you know. Um, if you like it and it helps you in any kind of way, maybe you'd like to pay me for it. All you'd have to do is buy me a coffee. It would be three quid. Um, however, I am aware that lots of people haven't got as much cash they used to at the moment. So no pressure. But if you'd like to do so, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash need to read and you can buy me a coffee. Now, another way you can support the podcast is by engaging with sponsors. It is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, BetterHelp provides an online therapy service, so you'll be chatting with a professional about whatever is going on in your mind, because there are lots of people out there, and maybe you're one of them, maybe you're not, 
who are just pretending to be fine. You're going about your daily business pretending that everything's okay when really, you're really, really struggling and you're suffering in silence and you're kind of martyring yourself for, God, goodness knows what and it sucks when you do that. It's really heavy and it's hard to bear and if you're one of those people, you might like to chat to a professional about it. You can chat with a professional for cheaper than standard face-to-face counselling and kind of more convenient as well because you're not all battling for that five o'clock appointment or driving taking your time out of your day to go and get it you can just get your therapy online at BetterHelp. as a listener um, of a need to read you get 10% off so you go to betterhelp.com forward slash a need to read and that'll get you 10% off once you've done all of your application and you've paid for it and you've got a month of therapy ready to go Commit to four weeks, jumping straight into it. So that's betterhelp.com forward slash and need to read. Now, let's get into the books. All the links uh, and everything, description and list of the books I've chatted about in this episode are going to be in the description uh, on whatever app you're on. So you can find that easy enough. Now, I think I've got 10 novels that I'm going to chat about today, but there are going to be additional ones of things that I've bought Uh, books I've bought that I do plan on reading soon um, and I will be reading soon because I'm on a currently on a book buying ban Um, I'm no longer buying any new books because frankly I've got too many that I haven't read and I'm actually getting quite embarrassed um, by that internally giving myself quite a hard time um, about that so I might add some on the end that I've thought maybe I'd like to read and you might like to think that as well just you know some ideas now the book i'm going to start with is at the start of 2022 i went to mexico and i read two books by this guy herman hesse maybe i've spoken about him on the podcast before i don't know i can't remember but he's a german fella um i think he won a pretty important prize at some stage and he was a poet and a writer and his book siddhartha and steppenwolf God, they really came to me at a time where I needed to think deeply about what those books inspire in people. Now, Siddhartha is a story set around the time of the Buddha, when the Buddha was about. So, you know, pretty long time ago. I think they say um, about 600 to 400 BCE. And by BCE, I mean before the Common Era, not before Christ. Everyone. So, yeah, it's set a long time ago. And it's a story of a guy who can't quite choose between a tranquil and, you know, a life dedicated to the universe and meditating and being a Buddha and behaving well, or a life of debauchery and sex and prostitution and just, you know, having fun with it. Uh, and he can't choose between the two. And I think a lot of people have this battle inside themselves. They're like, God, man, maybe I'd love to go and do some mad stuff. But also I quite like a tranquil life. And people will face this internal battle. Siddhartha is about that. He is an excellent writer. It is obviously a classic, so you have to kind of, you know, you have to put your thinking cap on sometimes. Uh, and it's well worth a read if you like it. Now, Steppenwolf translates, I think, from German to Wolf of the Steps uh, in the book of Steppenwolf it's about a guy who's also kind of facing an internal battle of should I have a civilized life in the city surrounded by people or should I go and live in a cabin in the woods 
hey, I think about this, you know, maybe every three days. And I already live kind of, I mean, live in like a small village town. Don't really know. It's got a few people in it, but it's surrounded by forests. And I fucking love forests. Um, I'll speak about this another day, but I've actually just been to the Amazon rainforest. uh, And it was unbelievable. And I don't think I'd ever say this, but it felt a little bit like a dream come true. Uh, It was amazing. Anyway, you might feel this too. You might feel like, yeah, I like to live in, say, London or Manchester or Liverpool or any other city in the world, but you think, God, the city is fucking fast and annoying and people are like walk fast, talk fast, all about business, all about money, city, city, city. Or speak to no one, live in the woods, have a fire, read books, sip coffee, do whatever you want to do in peace. I personally have that battle time in my mind. So I loved Steppenwolf and it made me cry quite a bit. Um, It is quite weird. It's a lot weirder than Siddhartha, but it is very good. Now, keeping on with the heavy theme, a book that I... I don't know if I wish everyone would read it, but it is very, very, very good and very moving. And I I read it when I was in Mexico, again, last year, and I think I must have cried 30 times reading it. It is heartbreaking. It is incredible. And they've got a play coming out in London. So I think I'm going to go and see that, and maybe... You'd like to go to it too. It's not an advert. It's just... I'm going to be a guy who goes to plays now. That's quite a big deal. I've never done that before. So if you're into big, juicy books that are completely heartbreaking, A Little Life is for you. It's about 700 pages. And if I'm honest, it doesn't really get good until 250, 300 pages in. Um, You know, unless you just really appreciate fine writing, which I'm not quite there just yet. Um, But very, very good. Next one, The Virgin Suicides by Jeffrey Eugenides. This is just funny. Like, it doesn't sound like it'd be funny, um, but it was just quite witty um, and entertaining. I have also actually bought another book by the same guy, which I think won a prize. It's just next to me. It's called Middlesex, and I want to say it won a Booker Prize, but I could be completely making that up. Oh, the Pulitzer Prize. Pretty impressive, if I'm honest. But The Virgin Suicides is obviously about what it is in the title. And even though it doesn't sound like it's funny, it will be funny. You might like it. Next, I've got a couple of Japanese books. um, Or books written by Japanese authors, I should say. Uh, One is If Cats Disappeared From The World. And I've lent that out to someone, unfortunately. So I can't tell you who the author is, because I haven't got it in front of me. Uh but it's called If Cats Disappeared From The World, and it's like a weird existential story about a guy who isn't given very long to live. Um, It's funny, weird, peculiar, a bit absurd even. And the other one is First Person Singular by Haruku Murakami. Uh, He is a pretty famous author, widely published in English, even though he's primarily Japanese author. Um his book 
first person singular is a collection of short stories and it was the first collection of short stories I've read and actually really really enjoyed um, I now have read a few more short stories and quite like reading them uh, but they're just all have some kind of nice message in there and it's good entertainment value stops you scrolling on Instagram you know uh, so first person singular by Murakami it's very good uh, another set of short stories whilst we're here I've been watching a lot of Bojack Horseman at the moment and if you haven't seen it, Bojack Horseman is a cartoon for adults, right, for adults, about a horse who is um, an addict and he's depressed and he's self-loathing, uh, he causes lots of trouble and he goes through mad things. It's very existential and philosophical. It's good, uh, I think. The guy who wrote that, Ralph Bob Wahlberg, he wrote a book called Someone to Love You in All Your Damaged Glory and it's a collection of like 20 odd short stories and some of them are brilliant some of them are a bit weird granted um, you know not all of them are going to be banging but I really in particular enjoyed one about a dog because he writes from the perspective of a dog and it's very funny and should you be thinking right this year I'm going to entertain myself with some short stories I'm going to become that person who reads short stories this is a good one to go to because the guy is a clever guy next up got another clever guy for you Aldous Huxley last year I read A Brave New World for the first time having never read it and yeah I mean I get it I understand the hype I have also gone back on what I've ever said about George Orwell I think when I started the podcast embarrassingly I said 1984 was not a good book. I actually listened to that and thought it was a really, really amazing book and very clever and really like George Orwell now. So here's for growth, guys, going from thinking George Orwell wasn't good to good. I can only assume it's probably a good thing. Uh, but back to Aldous Huxley, A Brave New World is almost as if he's kind of predicted the future. I could personally see a society not too dissimilar to that in the future should humans not fuck it up completely every like seventh day most of the time I don't think it's possible but it is a very clever book and A Brave New World is a classic uh, which means of course you get to tell people that you've read a classic which is a really important part of life guys a couple more two very good ones one is called Kim Ji Young born 1982 and it is a book written by a Korean woman called, and I'm really sorry, right, to anyone who's Korean. And if I say it wrong, um, but I mean, I'm not that sorry, no, I'm just, I'm trying. Cho Nam Ju, that's her name. It's a really good book. Really, really, really good. It's like a through the looking glass into life for a woman born in Korea in you guessed it, 1982. And you guessed it again, her name's Kim Ji Young. Being a woman in Korea does not sound lit, if I'm honest. Gender equality there has been non-existent for a very long time. Things are improving, and I think this novel was quite influential in that, because there are references to true bits of information that will blow your mind. It's crazy. So if you want to get a bit of feminist literature in you, 
Kim Ji Young, born 19, 1982, is a really, really good book. And it's short and really easy to read as well. So it's a win on all fronts for Kim Ji Young, born 1982, by Cho Namju. And then finally, another person whose name I'm going to butcher is When You Cease to Understand the World by... Oh dear. Benjamin Labatut. And it's not Labatut. I've pronounced it wrong because I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but he's from Chile. Chile. Uh, in Latin America. So the book has been translated from Spanish. But it's... If you're into science, right? If you're into a bit of history if you like learning about discoveries that have kind of changed the world you will and i cannot stress this enough love this book starts off talking about all the nazis who are on methamphetamines and then moves on to chat about some other german bloke called fritz harber i think he won a nobel prize in chemistry who was the founder or one of the founders of the harber bosch process that is I mean, it's way beyond my head, but it basically converts hydrogen and nitrogen to ammonia. Um, and that is one of the most influential discoveries for the use of fertilizers, which has helped the population of planet Earth boom from like just under 2 billion to 8. It's 8 billion people on Earth now because of, well, largely thanks to the Harbour Harbor Bosch process. It's pretty mental. Now, also, the darker side of this enabled the gas to be used in the holocaust that was the gas that was used and the guy fritz harbour was jewish and the gas that was used with his process or made by his process excuse me if i'm not a uh, nobel prize woman chemist here essentially killed his sister and his aunt and loads of his relatives um which is a real shame and this guys is all in the bloody first chapter and i haven't even ruined it for you so when you when we cease to understand the world maybe it was actually one of the best books that i read last year if not the best book but don't hold me to that because that changes literally every single day however when we cease to understand the world is a book that i recommend a lot of people should read and if you're going to buy someone a present as a book for whatever reason Maybe it's their birthday, maybe it's just because you love them. Get that book from because they might enjoy it. Now, I have got lots of novels on my shelf. Um, when I was in Colombia, I read 100 Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez, you know, for a bit of culture. Uh, he's a very famous journalist and author from Colombia. He's very influential in in their country and they love him. Um, I don't know. I've probably said this, but I've been to Columbia very recently. Um, so I chat to people about him. And his book just follows a family who set up like a settlement over like eight generations. Um, and it shines a light on, I guess, the deep political unrest that is in Colombia and a lot of Latin America. Um, they have swung from right to left. Um, there's actually a civil war going on there, you know, as we speak. So, yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting to learn about that stuff through story and through literature. For example, at one point in the book, it talks about Sir Francis Drake, who was some lemon squeezer who got on a boat and shot a load of cannons at Columbia and, you know, started off colonising. I don't know enough about him directly, but I've seen a few statues of him when I went to Rio Hacha, which is like the north 
easterly point of Colombia, Colombia, kind of close to Venezuela. And they had statues of him. And I was thinking, if that was in Bristol, we'd have had that down by now. Because I don't think Sir Francis Drake was a good bloke. And I also have another book by Gabriel Garcia Marquez called Love in the Time of Cholera. And I haven't read that yet, but it's got very, very good reviews. Um, and is pretty famous. I think that's enough. That's loads of novels. I think there's something for everyone there. And hopefully... This year, you get into novels, and you're like, God, I like that book. Get on Goodreads. Add me on Goodreads. We can be buddies. Um, and see what books are recommended off there. And just give your life to book. Because it looks like everything else is going to be prohibitively expensive uh, in 2023. Because the price of everything just keeps rising. So, get yourself some novels. And set yourself in, in the dark, wintry months, in the UK. And read some books. Thanks for listening, the absolute heroes. There's loads of stuff in the notes of this podcast, like the list of the books you've just heard me chat about. And that buy me a coffee thing that I mentioned about. Everyone heard that? Or maybe you pretended you didn't hear it. Who knows? I don't care. It's all there for you. Better help in there. If you'd like to email me, you want to give me some feedback, let me know. What do you want to hear from me? I'd love to chat to you. Love you.